baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Anyone who's ever gotten a colonoscopy knows the worst part is the prep. It's gross. You're pooping all night. You got to drink all this stuff. Gross. So what if you could just swallow a pill that had a little camera that can go through your colon, your intestines, and see if there's any problems? Well, you can. And I was listening to Dr. David Heldon's podcast, Healthy Matters. I heard him talking with Dr. Jate Matlock, who is the medical director of gastroenterology and liver at Hennepin Healthcare. And I said, you know what? We got to ask him about the pill cam on our show. So Dr. Matlock is joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. And Dr. Matlock, welcome to the program. Thank you, Jordan. It's great to be here. Well, the first question everybody wants to know is, is it reusable? <laughs> Sad, sadly, or perhaps happily, no. It is a one-time use device. Okay. So <laughs> we all feel a little better about that, Dr. Matlock. We're very grateful. So talk to, you know, give the listeners, it's radio, so you kind of have to explain what this thing looks like, how it's used, and uh, what it's taking pictures of. Sure. Uh, so the device that uh, you're referring to is called a video capsule endoscopy, and that's a long word uh, to describe a very small pill that has a light and a camera built inside of it. And when we want to look at parts of the intestinal tract that we cannot reach with a scope, we will sometimes employ this pill to, to do our work for us. So what happens is that the uh, person swallows the pill and it begins taking pictures. It takes about two pictures every second until its battery dies, which is typically about eight hours into the test. And so for that eight hours, we we get uh, a picture of everything that the capsule passes. And we don't have any control over the capsule, so it tumbles through your intestinal tract, much like your food would, taking pictures all along the way. Uh, so it's not a perfect test, but it is a good opportunity to see parts of the intestine that are otherwise unreachable. So is this just for endoscopies, which, please correct me because I'll be wrong, is the upper part of the GI tract? This isn't for colonoscopies. This is actually neither for colonoscopies nor upper endoscopies. This is for the, the great uh, uh, tract of intestine in the middle between the two tests. So an upper endoscopy can reach from your mouth to about 8 to 10 inches beyond your stomach with with routine exam. Mm -hmm. A colonoscopy looks from the bottom end and looks at about the last 5 to 6 feet of your intestinal tract. But there's about 20 feet in between the ends of those two exams, which, which we're blinded to when using a scope. And that's really where the capsule comes in as an important tool. Okay, so who's this for? What kind of problems do we see in that area, and, and what, how could, what do you diagnose? So the, the two main things that we uh, look for with the capsule are either causes of bleeding in the small intestine, and again, this is for people who have not had a cause identified from an upper endoscopy or a colonoscopy, 
or in the second case, people who have some disorder of their small intestine, such as Crohn's disease, as you, you mentioned, mm-hmm. listening to Dr. Hilden's podcast the other mm-hmm. day, and we were talking specifically about Crohn's disease during that episode. And this can be a very valuable tool because that particular disorder often affects the small intestine. And, and it's, this is one of the tools that we have to, to look and see those effects and try to figure out how to help somebody get better. Right. So this is a diagnostic tool to, to confirm what you may think already. It is a purely diagnostic tool. That's actually one of the main limitations of the tests because we have no control over the capsule. We can't, by the time I see the images, the capsule's already gone. And so I can't slow it down and tell it to go back and take more pictures of a certain area. Mm-hmm. It's, it, I, you get what you get. Um, well, speaking of it being gone, Doc, so they, people who take this, just um, forgive my crudeness, but they just like poop it out and it gets flushed down the yeah. toilet or do you have to capture it? I mean, yeah, I guess, I mean, do, do you need the, do you need the pill to take pictures of or to take out the pictures out? No, uh, the, the pill does pass with a person's bowel movements. We encourage people not to look for it, not to try to retrieve it. Just let it be. Um, the, the images that the uh, pic- pictures that the camera captures are radioed to a belt that the person wears around their waist during the day when the oh. test is ongoing. And it's that, that belt and the, the receiver that we need to download the pictures and actually be able to complete the exam. But the pill itself is, is disposable, single-use. So it's, it, when it's gone, it's gone. Do all patients know that, or sometimes is there confusion <laughs> that they try to find it? Well, I think we have learned, and, and I think most endoscopy units have learned through uh, experience to be very clear with people that we don't want them to retrieve the pill and we don't want it back. We have, uh, in the past, had people uh, worry about not being able to retrieve it and, and, and call us concerned about that. We've had a few people who have gone to great efforts and actually retrieved the pill and returned it to us, which it's, it's, I think it's always a little disappointing when they, they do that and they realize that what we're going to do is throw it away. So um, we try to be as clear as we can with folks, but, but sometimes there's confusion. <laughs> people do still try to retrieve it, but, but yeah, to be clear, we don't want it back. <laughs> I don't blame you. Okay, so Doc, how big is it? And are the pictures good? Like, can you fit a good camera in a small? You said it's small. How how big are we talking? Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Uh, it's about the size of a large multivitamin. And okay. so it's, it's less than half an inch long and, and less than a quarter inch uh, across. It's camera is good for what it is meant to do. So because of the size limitations on the, on the device, because it needs to be swallowed, the camera has to be quite small. The light source mm-hmm. similarly has to be quite small. And it's, does a good job in the small intestine where the, the caliber of the tube is also quite small. And so uh, I make the analogy sometimes that, that it, if you have a candle, 
and you walk into a closet, you can see the walls pretty well. But if you have a candle and you walk into Viking Stadium, you really can't see the walls very well. It's too, the, the power of your light is not sufficient. And similarly with this device, if you're in a large, capacious room like the stomach or the colon, you're not going to see very well just because your light is not adequate. And the focal length of the lens on the camera is also not adequate to really capture things that far away. Is it expensive? Because so you throw them out. It it's single use. It is single use. Um, the, uh, I would say that the doing the test, um, when you include the cost of the device and the uh, facility fees and so forth that go along with with most medical testing, is a low four-digit number. We're going to pay out of pocket for it. Um, it thankfully, the the indications for the for the test are fairly well uh, accepted. And so if it is something that a person needs, it is typically uh, something that will be covered by their insurance if they are fortunate enough to have that. Oh, okay. That's that's great news. Excellent. Um, any funny stories? Anytime? Maybe it, it, didn't, it, it didn't come out or uh, see anything strange in there? Well, I, I, on the occasions when people retrieve the, the, the pill are probably the funniest stories because um, if the battery is still working, I get to watch them retrieve it. And, and the we we even had one one patient, uh, and I'll, I'll I won't even say when this was, other than to say it was a long time ago, who managed to retrieve it, wash it off, and re-swallow it, which you know was not something that not really sure what was going on in that person's mind, but uh, I got to see the whole thing. <laughs> Doc, that's crazy. It, oh yeah, so we have we have to be very careful with the instructions we give folks to make sure that we cover all potential possibilities. Yeah. Okay. And follow the instructions, everybody. I'm speaking with Dr. Jake Matlock, who is the uh, director of gastroenterology and liver at Hennepin Healthcare. Uh, Doc, will this at some point? Because boy, we lament our colonoscopies. Will this be available for colonoscopies at some point? You know, I think that, that that's tempting to think about. My suspicion mm-hmm. is that uh, that's not the way that we're going to get rid of colonoscopy. I do think mm-hmm. that colonoscopy will be replaced by other tests in the not-too-distant future. This test, I don't think, will do that, mainly because, again, the limitations on the light and the optics of the camera are part of the problem. The, I think more salient issue, though, is that, that even if you did have a perfect light and a perfect camera for the colon, you would still need to do a prep to clean the colon out. You'd still oh, need to have a clean okay. surface to look at. And that's, you know, that, that preparation process is really the part that seems to bother people the most. It's, it, most yes. people tell us that's the hardest part of the test. And so I don't, well, think, this this, real- I don't think this would get you out of it. <laughs> Yeah, right. Well, this is super cool. Uh, I know we, we call it the pill cam, but it does have a technical name and it is available at uh, Hennepin Healthcare for, for uh, parts. Yeah, I think it's really cool. Again, Dr. Jake, Matlo- Jake Matlock, uh, Medical Director of Gastroenterology and Liver at Hennepin Healthcare. Thank you so much for joining us. We really, we did enjoy this conversation. Well, thank you very much for having me. Take care of yourself. You, you got it. Thank you.
And no, David, there's not going to be a drone where the pill is a little robot. And then David says to me, can it be a robot? And can we like drone through somebody's colon? No, wait, David, no, the doctor that said that stuff. you're you're um, at the whim of how this pill tumbles through your system. So I think the next level of this is that there's like a little propulsion system added to the pill. And then like there's like a driver that can go around and steer it back and forth and take the pictures you want. Maybe you'd get to drive, there'd be like a headset and you could drive your own around inside your, oh, that would be the coolest thing. <laughs> you could have a doctor like in Minnesota and then doing it for somebody in a different part of the world. Oh, I mean, yeah. You could farm that is, out. Yeah. Yeah. Anything is possible. So you're right. But, oh my God, that story about someone who fished it out. <laughs> and re-swallowed it. <laughs> what in the world were you thinking? <laughs> And he got to watch the whole thing because, you know, the camera's still hilarious. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 